You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 163. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. This is where we integrate coaching, psychology, and a little bit of brain science. And this is where your problem ends, my friend. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real, as always, is brought to you by the Freedom Group where we learn how to stop overeating from stress and from habit and how to make more space for more happiness in your life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group and when we're open for enrollment next in the show notes of this episode. I also want to tell you right before we start that I have a new gift for you. If you have not already picked it up, be sure to do so today. The new gift is called the 5 D's strategies that will help you catch yourself at that really critical point right before you overeat. So you're not just looking at what you just did, where you're frustrated, you ate too much, and you're going to figure out what you will do next time. This strategy and tool will help you figure out how to stop yourself from going into that habit in the first place. So be sure to check the show notes for that, or you can go to weightlossmaderealcom slash gift, just like the name of this podcast, weightlossmaderealcom slash gift, more details in the show notes. So let's dive into our episode today, and here's what I'm calling it. Are you rebelling against yourself when you overeat? something to think about. Do you ever feel like you just want someone to tell you what to do and then you would do it, right? Then you'd be fine. But you know that this does not actually work. I want you to see if you've ever tried any of these things before, because a common thought is, if somebody would just make me do what I wanted to do, then I would do it. And you know this is true if you've ever joined a gym or fitness class so that you'd have to go, right? You're paying for it, you're committed, and you think that will help, but you stop going anyway. Or maybe you've hired a personal trainer so that you think you'd have to work out, and then you just stopped showing up and kept rescheduling your appointments. Maybe you signed up for a weight loss class so that you would know exactly what to do. And you went to the first few meetings, you've gotten everything they told you to get. And days later, you just stopped following the plan or showing up to those meetings that you paid for. Or maybe you bought the latest diet book, you highlighted all the important pages, you felt convinced that you found a plan you can actually do, and it makes sense for you only to discover the book and your highlighter months later stuffed under a stack of other newer diet books that you also hadn't gotten through, let alone followed their directions. If any of that sounds like you, this coaching session is for you. Or maybe you're thinking, none of that sounds like you. 
Maybe you already know this about yourself. You think to yourself, I don't want anyone telling me what to do. I know exactly what I want to do, and I know how important that is to me. So I'm just going to make my own plan, and then I'll just do it. I'll follow my to-do list, and I will get it done. But what happens? A few weeks later, or maybe even a day or two later, you wake up not quite feeling like doing anything you had planned. You don't like seeing everything listed out on your to-do list telling you exactly what you have to do. In fact, you want to do anything but the stuff on that list, that very same stuff that you said was important to you. Guess what? If any of that sounds like you, this episode is for you too. Here's the bottom line. You know what works. You know what you want. You know what needs to be done. So why are you not doing it? You know, there's a popular quote that you may have heard, and it says, you'll either find a way or you'll find an excuse. And I'm wondering if this is partly how you think. Either you will figure something out and get what you want, or you won't, and you'll make an excuse for not doing it. So which one of these examples do you relate to? Are you the kind of woman who wants someone to tell her what to do, but still can't follow through? Or are you the kind of woman who thinks, I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. I know what to do. I'm going to make my own plan, but you still don't follow it. I want you to pause for a minute and listen to what you're thinking. Eavesdrop on those thoughts. What are all the reasons you just can't stop overeating today? If I came to your house right now and sat down with you and asked you that question, what would the answer be? What's going on that's keeping you from doing what you say you want to do? To eat less, to stop overeating, to lose weight. I want you to list them out and get them out of your own head and listen to, look at what you're saying to yourself. Don't be embarrassed if you can hear that you're full of excuses, flimsy reasons why you can't get yourself to stop eating when you're not hungry. I want you to face the truth so that we could change it together. So right now, if you're not driving, take a minute and jot down the thoughts you usually have about why you can't do what you say you'll do. Did you do that? Did you listen to your truth? And if you did, what did you hear? Are there challenges you need to solve or are they excuses? If you know what works and you're not doing it, Let's look at why, because here's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering if it feels like you might actually be rebelling against doing it. Does it feel like as soon as you decide what the plan is, you no longer want to do it? That's a very telling question, my friend. So let's look at this. First, I want to ask you if you know what is rebellion exactly. It's resisting something, resisting authority, right? Someone or something making you do something. But in this case, changing your eating, acting in a way that's more in line with what you want, this is for you, right? So why would you rebel against something that's for you? Well, it might be that following some guidelines, even if they are your own guidelines, might make you feel like you're being controlled or trapped or restricted, not good feelings. 
It might feel like your needs and desires are going to be ignored and you want your independence, your freedom from any authority figure telling you what to do. But here's the funny part. Even though you're the one who wants to do this. Okay. Doesn't that sound a little bit crazy? Yet it might be exactly what you're doing. When you're rebelling against your own plan, your own guidelines, your own self, it might sound something like this. It's not fair. I won't do it. I don't want to. No one can make me. You're not the boss of me, or I don't have to do this. But here's the truth. And you know, I tell you the truth, no matter how hard it may be to hear. In this case, you are the authority, not your parents or your partner or the government or your boss or your school. When it comes to you, to how you live your life, how you treat your body, and definitely how you eat, these are your goals. These are your plans. Okay, wait, what? You are the authority that you're rebelling against. You're rebelling against what you said you want to do. Why would you do that? Well, here are some of the reasons that I've heard with all the people I've worked with. I want you to be honest here and see if any of these are why you're struggling with sticking to your plans to change the way you eat and live. It may be that you don't really want to do these things. You're not willing to do what it takes to achieve those goals. You might just be wishing that it would be different, or maybe you're thinking, I don't really want this, but I should. I should want to lose weight. I should want to stop eating when I'm not hungry. It also might be that you're afraid, afraid to get started, afraid to fail, even afraid to succeed, or all of the above at the same time. A lot of times it's hard to start and commit to something, and it is easy to quit. You know this. Think back to something you've been working on. But this is a habit, it's a pattern that can be overcome. It can absolutely change. Another thing you might be struggling with are actually two things linked together, perfectionism and procrastination. If you think you can't do something perfectly, you might put off starting. And if you're starting something and you think it's not going well, you'll quit and you'll never get to the finish line. Procrastination and perfectionism are very often linked together. Now, in addition to those two things that you might deal with, it's also really common to have unrealistic expectations. You think that because you've started and you're doing what you set out to do, you should be seeing great results ASAP, right away. You want to be rewarded right away, or you lose your motivation and quit. And you know what that's like. You have that healthy salad with good fat and healthy protein, tons of veggies. You have it for lunch one day. You jump on that scale the next day, and you expect to see a drop in weight right away. Not really realistic, right? You might be resenting that you need to do anything different, something that's not easy, something that's out of your comfort zone. Whatever it is that you could be doing to get the result you want, it might be the harder choice. Let's face it, it's definitely easier to keep doing nothing or do very little than change what you're doing. It's much harder to do more 
at first. Notice those words. You'll say that you want to do the harder things, but then not feel like doing them because it will take more effort. And this is true though. It does take more effort to do a new thing until it becomes your new habit. Remember I said at first, as soon as it becomes your new habit, it gets easier. It's not always as hard as it is in the beginning. And finally, another reason that you may be rebelling against you is that maybe you're letting your inner toddler run the show. Just like when she says, you're not the boss of me and you give in to her. It feels like she's right. In that moment, it is definitely easier to give her what she wants than to deal with her. Have you ever been with a young child having a tantrum because she wanted what she wanted right now? That's how you can be when you're rebelling against that wiser, more logical part of you. It's almost like you're two different people, the wise adult and the two-year-old toddler stamping her foot. But here's the truth. You are the boss of you. And that means you are in charge. You do call the shots and you go after the results you want. You will have to do hard things to get where you want to go. That is reality. And this is not a bad thing. It's only your thinking that tells you to avoid things that are hard. The truth is that you will experience fears. You will run up against some unrealistic expectations. It's only natural, but they don't mean that you should stop. Feeling afraid to start, or even if you feel afraid to succeed, that doesn't mean you don't go forward through the fear through the initial unrealistic expectations to get past them. It means you learn to manage your mind so the toddler isn't in charge of you. You will have plenty of days when you don't want to do what matters most. All adults do. I do too. But most adults do it anyway if doing it will help them reach their goals, and if those goals are meaningful. That's reality. Arguing with reality will get you nowhere. You know this, my friend. So let's reframe some of those thoughts so you can create small action steps. All right, let's step back. In the big picture, you need to be the boss, right? You need to feel that fear of doing something new and allow yourself to feel it without reacting to it or acting on it, meaning you're not letting it stop you from doing what you most want to do. You need to stop comparing and expecting something other than what is your reality. You need to do hard things whether you want to at first or not, because doing hard things is the path to what you want. I'm going to say that again. Doing hard things is the path to what you want. It helps to look ahead at why you're doing this hard thing and start to think about what you're trying to create. Why? Why you're doing this. If you could paint that picture of where you're headed, that will help you stop rebelling against your own self. Well, what happens when you do these things that we just mentioned? When you get used to being the boss, you'll hear from that inner toddler less and less, and you'll feel less compelled to give in to her demands. When you get used to feeling the fear that comes up, 
You'll be less intimidated when you're trying to do that new thing and you'll be able to see past the fear. You'll feel it, but you won't let it stop you. When you learn to stop expecting something other than what your current reality is, meaning stop comparing yourself to other people, recognize your unrealistic expectations, then you'll be able to recognize that pattern for what it is and you'll adjust more and more easily, and you'll be able to keep moving forward. Once you start doing those hard things, guess what? Hard things get easier. Yes, they get less scary. You get stronger. You build momentum. You form new pathways in your brain, and things that were once hard become your new normal. Okay, big question now is, but how? How do you do this? How do you begin to be the boss and feel the fear, but do it anyway? How do you get started when you don't really feel like it? Or keep going when it feels really hard? How can you get yourself to do what you know you should do without the rebellion? Well, I'm going to get you started by looking at your action step for today's lesson. Here's what I want you to think about this week. Let's start with this thought. And this is another truth bomb for you. Everything has a cost. So you start there. I want you to really determine what is the cost of staying the same and what is the cost of changing, of doing what you say you want to do. Let's face the truth about what you want and what it will cost so you can really decide if it's worth it and if you truly want to do it. Let's take away those reasons you've been using to rebel against yourself. So here's how you're going to do it. Ask yourself these questions. Why should you do it? Whatever your it is. You know you have reasons, right? Make sure that they're your reasons, not your friends or what the magazines say. And now ask the opposite question. We're going to go there. Why shouldn't you do it? Let's be honest about what has to change or what you need to give up or start doing or stop doing to get to this goal. So if you want to take a walk in the mornings, the cost of doing that is getting out of that nice, warm, cozy bed and getting dressed. That's the cost. It's better to face that cost and acknowledge it so you know how to deal with it because it will come up and we don't want you to rebel against yourself. I want you to ask what's in it for you to stay the same right where you are. If you stay the same and don't make any changes, and don't do what you think you want to do, okay, that's your choice. But then you need to make peace with the dissatisfaction that you feel about yourself, right? What's in it for you to do it and make changes? Effort, for sure. Time, learning how to fail and not making it mean everything about you. That, in my opinion, if this is something you want, that is a price worth paying. Once you know the cost, once you know the price, then you can decide whether you're willing to pay that price for what you want, whether you want to do nothing and keep wishing or do something. But if you do, your goal is to stop rebelling against yourself. And here's one last key to end your rebellion against yourself. Are you ready? Sometimes to get what you want, You need to say no to yourself. You can do this in a grown-up way, in a loving and supportive way. 
Saying no to yourself when it's in your best interest will get you the results you want. One of our best loved lessons in the Freedom Group is called How to Use Loving Self-Discipline to Get What You Want. It's your choice. You can rebel against yourself, stamp your feet and say, you can't make me. You can refuse to do the things you know you need to do, but who loses when you do that? You, you know that, only you. Or you can do what is really the best thing for you. I think it is time to stop rebelling against yourself. Okay, earlier I told you about my new free gift for you, the five Ds, how to catch yourself before you overeat. When you learn how to do this, you learn a type of self-control. And this kind of self-control is what will help you end your emotional eating and all those general overeating habits for good. And if you want to lose weight, that is what you need to do. And the goal is to catch yourself from doing that overeating habit before you do it. Eating more than your body needs is what keeps you from losing the extra weight. It's exactly what I want to help you with, with this free gift. It's a video lesson, it's a little worksheet, and a downloadable audio file so you could listen to it again when needed. In the show notes or weightlossmaderealcom slash gift. That is it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you need to stay focused on, and I hope you know what action you're going to want to take this week. And my friend, do not rebel against yourself. Take that action. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and your overeating habits step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. I know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it all real, just like you. And I will see you next week.